0: Hi, it's me, Moki Makura. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Women on Top Talks, the Africa edition. This is the show where we give you a mix of work-related opinion, a bit of commentary, and one of my favorite things, advice. It's inspired by the things that have come up in my career and also in the career of the women whose stories you'll hear later in the series. In the last episode, Ipileng Makari, the South African co-founder and the CEO of Motseng Investment Holdings, shared her story with us. So if you haven't heard it yet, please go back and give it a listen. 20 plus years running your own business means she has a lot to share. And now to this week. no wonder that people say women can be difficult to deal with in the workplace. It's hard being a woman. Look, there are two things we know for sure, birth and death. But if you're a woman, there are a few other pretty definite certainties that nature in her wisdom blessed us with uniquely. This week we are talking about periods, pregnancy and menopause. (laughs) Yep, This show isn't called Women on Top for Nothing. So this triple whammy that nature bestowed on us needs to be spoken about more in the context of work and career because they do impact on us at work and it's time we put them on the agenda. And here's one way our periods, pregnancy and menopause impact our careers. So a UK study found that women take 63% more sick leave days per year than their male colleagues, which means that we are more likely to be absent from work than men. It's interesting because that in itself has implications. Up to 10% of women say their period pain can be so severe that it actually disrupts their entire lives and their work. 85% of women will fall pregnant during the course of their career. And then there's the mother of these blessings, menopause. And with it comes the hot flushes, the mood swings and the memory loss. No wonder we want to stay at home. It's funny because we never really talk about how these gifts that nature gave us impact on our ability to do our jobs and to advance in our careers. Between the periods, the pregnancy, and the menopause, the workplace can be an absolute minefield for women. It's time we started talking about it. So I'll go first. I'm in my mid-50s and I'm very definitely menopausal. There, I said it. Hmm, wasn't so bad. I do have mood swings. I do get hot flushes, and I have these moments when I simply can't remember what I was about to say or do next. I also don't sleep that well, and I know that impacts on how well I do my job the next day. So I took a decision a while ago to do something about it. So yes, I take herbal remedies for menopause, and that works for me. I did it because I knew it was affecting me in ways that were detrimental to my personal and my work life. So, for example, in the workplace, it has meant that I'm shorter tempered, which can and has translated to me being more impatient in the way I deal with my team. I'm very direct at the best of times, and that can be tough to take. But when you layer in the hormones and the lack of sleep and and everything else that comes with menopause, it's just a little bit more heightened. So menopausal women can potentially be harder to deal with in the workplace, especially when they're in positions of leadership. But once you open up about it, it makes a difference to how you manage yourself and how you get your team to manage you. And that's why it's really important to speak up. And Most women simply don't talk about these issues. A younger friend of mine gets really bad period pains and she says that COVID has been the best thing for her career because she now works from home and she doesn't need to tell anyone about her cramps and her bad days. And a few weeks ago, I met a young woman who was a manager at a hotel I was staying at. She was heavily pregnant and she was working late. She looked tired. And I asked her why she hadn't taken time off, why she was still working. It was late. She told me that she was scared that her workplace may not hold her job during her maternity, so she was working all hours to prove to her boss that she was indispensable. She hadn't said a word to her actual boss, but she was talking to me, a complete and utter, very nosy stranger who couldn't do anything about her situation. But you know what? Her fears were real because a colleague I know was restructured out of her job whilst she was on maternity. She hadn't even seen it coming. I mean, how could she, she wasn't there and there was nothing she could do about it. So if you don't already know, our periods, pregnancy and menopause have real life consequences in the workplace. Too many sick days from painful periods and your boss starts to think you cannot be relied on. And apart from the discomfort of morning sickness and swollen ankles, it's also the anxiety that comes from knowing you could be discriminated against just because you're pregnant, like the hotel manager I met. Women have been fired, demoted or generally just seen as a liability just because they're pregnant. I mean, you won't even know you're being discriminated against in some cases. You simply just don't get hired for the job because someone somewhere thinks you're a pregnancy risk. Sadly, pregnant women are perceived to be less dedicated to their careers and therefore they're seen as less competent. And the one I identify with the most, menopause, for a lot of women it means symptoms that could last up to, wait for it, 10 years. Yikes. So let's take a look at some of the data. <music> period stigma is a real thing. And a study in the UK showed that 60% of women said they felt unable to discuss their period at all with their colleagues or managers, especially in male-dominated workspaces. Most women said they had to lie, they had to lie to their managers about the reason for sick days. But why should we there's a perception that period pain isn't a real illness. And consequently, managers don't take it seriously, even women. So we lie. We say we have flu, we have a headache. The challenge with that is if the problem doesn't exist, how can any employer provide the proper support for the women who actually need it? And it basically means we go on suffering and lying. Mm -hmm. And here's why I love pregnancy. The great thing about it is that you can't hide it like you can menopause and periods. But in Africa, statutory leave for pregnancy is often minimal and it's generally unpaid. In places like Nigeria and Kenya, women are entitled to up to 12 weeks of maternity leave, but they're expected to fund it themselves. And here's an interesting fact. Menopausal women are the fastest growing demographic in the workplace, so it's important now more than ever to be able to speak openly about menopause at work. The British Menopause Society, and I'm so glad to know there is such a thing, they found that just under half of the women they surveyed felt that menopausal symptoms had a negative effect on their work and career. It's apparently the second, the second largest hindrance to a woman's career, the first one being pregnancy. So why don't we speak about these personal issues and the impact they have on our careers? Well, one theory is that women feel that it's unprofessional to discuss personal issues in the workplace. And I agree. But there's a difference between discussing who you slept with last night and how your menopause or your period pains are affecting your ability to do your job. We get that, right? Another reason is that the stigma around all of these is real. There's some gender related microaggressions that women have to contend with, like period shaming. Yep, that's a thing. And we've talked about the pregnancy discrimination, which still occurs today, despite all the talk about gender equality. And with menopause, there's the age factor that adds to the general stigma. And menopause symptoms are threatening to take valuable women with a wealth of expertise out of the workforce. And we should absolutely talk about it. Yeah, talking about it is one thing. But the real problem is how do we fix the negative attitudes towards these issues that lead to women either lying, getting fired or straight up quitting? I believe it starts with opening up. We need to talk about things. So in her book, Sheryl Sandberg called it leaning in. As women, we need to articulate the challenges we face because there could be really easy solutions. We just aren't asking for them. We're not leaning in enough. Like the young manager at the hotel chain I met who was scared of losing her job. Could she have spoken to her boss about the anxiety and the worry? Could she have asked her boss for some reassurance that her job would be there when she got back so she didn't have to worry herself into a potential miscarriage? Opening up and sharing her concerns with her boss really is the only way. Bosses are people too. But for us to open up, we need to also have managers who are aware and empathetic to women's issues. And this equally applies to women bosses as well. So just because you suffered in silence through your painful periods and pregnancy, or better still, never got pregnant and never had a bad period, it doesn't mean this next generation needs to. We absolutely need to push for companies to include policies that protect pregnant women, that cover sick days for period pains and that recognise that older women may need flexible working hours to address their menopause symptoms. And if, like me, you are experiencing the menopause... Don't hide it. We should take pride in getting older. It means we are wiser, we're more experienced. And that's not a bad thing in the workplace. It means we know stuff. We're good at stuff. We know where all the dead bodies are buried. And the workforce actually needs us to impart all of this amazing wisdom we've gleaned over the years on the next generation. And I know it's easier said than done. And that's why it's important to have someone in your corner who understands exactly what you're going through. You are not alone. So until you can turn nature's gifts into blessings, or you can hire an executive coach to help you navigate a work world that seems oblivious to them, you've got this podcast, Women on Top, to help you get through it. That's it from me. I hope you enjoyed today's show and took something away from it. We'll be back in another two weeks with a story. Don't forget to rate and review the show. See you next time.